Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. And 16th episode of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast. Reza, I heard that you went for a little drive yesterday. I did. <laughs> you heard it through the grapevine, huh? I know, right? I just yeah. have I have little uh the, what are those sparrows? Um <laughs> spiders? What, what was it from what, Game Thrones? Uh yeah, it was the little sparrows, I think is what it was. The little bird. Little birds? Shoot, yeah. I, something. I, something. Yeah, yeah, we've already forgotten. We gotta rewatch this show yeah, again. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Never. So, uh, it, first of all, good to be back. It, it feels like I haven't heard your voice in two weeks, and I guess that is true, right? We did not record last week. Kind of slipped our minds, uh, both of us, I think. I had been fairly, I guess, preoccupied just thinking about my job situation and all. Um, I should, I, I, I guess, as, a, as an update, I actually do have two offers on the table right now, and I'm actively trying to figure out which i want to take thank you yeah i'm really i'm really excited about both and it's really hard for me to make this decision on which one i want to pick um but uh been trying to work through with uh some friends and family with Lena, mm-hmm. um just and internally but yeah anyway that's that's not the day trip the day trip wasn't about that at all it's actually Lena's birthday in uh four days it's on uh it's on a wednesday it's on thursday thursday so okay. yeah so uh preemptive happy birthday to Lena. And so we were trying to figure out what to do with her, you know, like, or not to, what to do with her. <laughs> we were trying to figure out like what we could do. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> what we could do as like a, as a gift or whatever. Right. And so, you know, we, we, we oftentimes, uh, especially Lena for me, will do like these little, um, weekend trips, getaways. I mean, you remember the time that we, we drove up to New York city and we were going to be flying out to, uh, the Cayman islands for our mini moon, our delayed mini moon. And she surprised me with a, like massively surprised me with a dinner with uh, you and a bunch of my other friends. So, um, you know, obviously because of COVID, things have been extremely difficult to do that type of, to do that type of affair this year. Last year we did like a couple's massage and then we were going to go to this wet, this, uh, this restaurant for, um, for dinner and it was just absolutely jam-packed when we got there mm. a wait for a table was going to be like three hours i think they didn't take reservations which is why we didn't make God bless one. florida huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that was that Jesus. was uh that was in um no no this is last year that was um this oh was sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, yeah. yeah this was in pennsylvania this is just pre-covid this is right before we went to england um we, we you and i were very well aware of covid and i'm sure that we had actually had conversations about it on the podcast up until this point because i had already told you about the the preparations that we were making for our trip to England. And at that point, it seemed like the COVID cases were worse and more severe in Europe as a whole than they were in the United States. Although we now know that that's likely due to the fact that we were, we weren't doing enough testing in the U S here at that point in time. Yeah. So who knows? COVID may have well been at that restaurant at that time where it was jam packed and we could have been saved from an, from an early infection. Nevertheless, we, um, this year, Obviously, it was far far more difficult to do something together um, like that. Lane had toyed with the idea of you know jumping on a plane, going somewhere, um, ended up not really working out, and so I had because uh, like she had actually started making these prep, these like she started getting really excited about the uh, the prospect of it a, a few weeks ago. 
um, but it didn't work out. And so what I started doing, and again, this is like in between all my job hunting and preparation for interviews and such, I started trying to figure out, okay, well, maybe we could do a weekend getaway. For my birthday, if you recall, we went to Virginia Beach for uh, an overnight stay. And um, this, for, for her birthday, I was like, well, why can't we do something, you know, why can't we do something similar? Um, so I started looking into it and I was like, okay, well, we're, we're, we're pretty far south already, right? We're, we're just outside of Orlando, but the temperatures this, this weekend, I know it's like, it's hard to complain about the temperatures being in like the sixties when it's like zero, really zero Celsius. It's 32, so many other places across the United States as a whole. Um, but it wasn't quite as warm as I would have wanted in this area or even a few places like to our south, like Tampa or St. Pete beach where we got married. And so I started looking at like Fort Lauderdale, Miami, thinking about that, like as the potential for us to do like a family, um, like day trip or overnight stay and quickly became overwhelmed with the overall cost of how much it would cost. And, um, the overall cost of how the price of how much it would cost. Um, and also just the, overall concerns about being in a, in a place that's fairly touristy, you know, despite how much we like want to, or we would want to, or try to stay, you know, at a distance from other people, things do, you know, happen. So what we ended up doing though, uh, rather than doing an overnight stay, because again, the prices were just kind of out, were, were a bit ludicrous and it's, it's very difficult to like book something with any level of confidence, um, without knowing the area. We ended up just doing a day trip where we we um, on Saturday, so yesterday morning, we woke up when Gordon woke up, um, which actually was surprisingly fairly late that day. He typically wakes up right around 7 a.m. these days, and he woke up at like 7:45. So we we got to sleep in, which was a bit nice, but we ended up leaving a little bit later than we wanted, which wasn't as nice. So it's about a four-hour drive down from from here, and so it was, it was uh, me, Lena, and her sister Keisha, uh, plus Gordon, and so we. Drove down, um, stopped midway for a, an, an outdoor breakfast at a, a restaurant called First Watch. I'm not sure if you've ever been to First Watch or if we've, me- I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned it to you before. But I'm not sure if you recall what it is, but it's just basically like a breakfast brunch spot that we've been going to um, fairly frequently every time we were coming down to Florida. And then they ended up actually opening up one not too far from our house in, in Delaware. In fact, did you, did you go there for breakfast one time with Carolyn or do you, you ate somewhere else, didn't you? I remember eating somewhere else. Okay, yeah, I think we mentioned it to you, and I think you got yeah, I think you guys ate somewhere else. So yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we stopped at a first watch. We she tried to find a, another place to to eat at, but they didn't have outdoor seating. So we ended up just defaulting to our typical first watch. Um, and then we we made our we made our way down to to Miami. Uh, we got into a bit of traffic, <laughs> entering the city, and then. Uh, as you like, so like you get to Miami, we've never, I've never been to Miami before, right? So we get to Miami and then there's like downtown Miami and then there's like South Beach, which is like, a, it's kind of like a separate island. And so you go over this bridge and as you're going over this bridge, which is like, you're just in traffic the entire time, you can see the homes that, that, um, that are built right along the water. And there are these like ridiculous, ridiculous homes. Like these are the homes that they probably used as uh, like Mike Lowry's house in uh, Bad Boys right? Like those type of houses. Um, and then there's this massive, massive yacht in front of one, (laughs) in front of one of the houses. The yacht was so big. It was obscuring the entire house that was, that it was parked in front of. 
as well as large portions of the houses to the left and to the right. Like this thing looked like a mini cruise ship. Get out of here. I, I'm not I'm not lying when I, I'm not exaggerating when I say how big this this thing was huge. Um like think think about like uh your parents' old house. It was probably mm-hmm. like four or the five of those side by side. It was huge. And it's really difficult to kind of assess the overall like length of something at a distance like that. But it was it was just big. Um anyway, we, we end up getting to the island. It's difficult traveling with the baby in general because you have to find like a, a proper bathroom where you can change him. And so we ended up finding a Publix, which was, you know, fairly reliable in terms of being able to find a bathroom with a changing table. So took him there, changed him. And then we just made our way over to the beach. Now it was still, well, the beach, like a beach, there's pretty much beaches everywhere. So it was fairly cool this day still. Um, it was like in the low seventies with a, with a fair amount of breeze. So we ended up going to just this random beach that we found just kind of along the way. Um, like I stayed in my jeans. I didn't like change into uh, like swimwear or anything. No one, nobody did. We uh, took Gordon in his wagon and we just kind of wheeled him up to the beach. Um, it was, it wasn't too bad. Like in terms of the crowd, like we found a nice, we barely, we, we didn't really have to walk around anybody. We just walked straight from uh, where we entered the beach um, directly to the, to uh, the water and just kind of posted up. We stayed there for about 15 minutes tops and then we're like, all right, let's, uh, we got to go get food because at the, at the point I should, I forgot to mention, we left the house at like, I want to say 9 a.m., maybe 9.30. And we arrived there because we stopped at around 4 p.m. So it was already fairly late when we got there. So we only stayed at the beach for a little bit. And then we made our way to a place that Lena had found for dinner, this uh, Spanish restaurant. It was funny where we, where we ended up eating. It kind of reminded us of uh, Barcelona, uh, La Ramblas where we end mm. up eating where you were like don't go there <laughs> um so so <laughs> only um, the only reason all right just just it's just so touristy the only reason why right? i said that yeah exactly i don't want you it's to so get, touristy and uh, it's a lot of like messed up. people yeah it's a lot of people that just hassling you yeah, we did we did because where we end up staying wasn't actually far from there and so uh it ended up being a fairly convenient road to take to get to like different destinations that we were going to when we were there um but like we didn't we never ate there we never did anything around that area um, and you quickly see like during the day, it, it was, it was basically like the Eiffel tower, right? Like all these people that just are hassling you, trying to get you to buy stuff. It's like, yo, get off of me. Just stop. When we were in, a, sure. when we were in Milan, there was a guy who tried to like, give Lena a friendship bracelet or something. Nah, you gotta, you gotta rip and your she was like, no. hand away. Yeah. You just like, just put it on the ground. Just leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 She had been warned about that actually, I think by someone from work. Um, so yeah, anywho, we, we ended up eating at this restaurant, um, got way too much food, which is typical. And Gordon, so like Gordon's bedtime is typically around 6 PM, right? If, mm-hmm. if it gets after 6 PM, he starts getting like, like weird. <laughs> he starts getting, he just starts, he loses. He, <laughs> it's really funny. Like he, he doesn't, he doesn't actually like eat like any sugars beyond what's in like fruits uh, or, or like maybe in a, in an animal cracker. Like he doesn't eat I mean, candy, trying to keep ice him, cream. Trying to keep him he, on that like cleanish diet, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so he, but he gets goofy. He gets really goofy when he's really tired. And so he starts getting real goofy because at the time we're finally eating, it's probably like, we'll probably sit down. It's probably 6 p.m. And so he starts getting mad goofy. And 
uh, you know, he's he's not settling. He's not chilling. It's starting to getting out of control. People have to keep getting up with him just to kind of like keep him preoccupied because like, yo, dude, come on, chill. Um, you know, all these people, like not all these people, but there are other people at the tables around you and you don't want your kids in there yelling and screaming, um, <laughs> interrupting other people's meals. So we uh, we ended up eating, not really quickly, we, we took our time, but um, we ended up leaving there at like 7.30ish, walked back to the car where we parked and um, from there we, we drove back. I thought I was going to drive, I thought we was going to get a, um, a coffee but we just never really had a need to stop. So we ended up just driving straight back. It's about a four hour drive, made it, made it back in three hours and 50 minutes. So we got back in the house at, at a 1150 and yeah, that was it. Um, so like I said, Lane's birthday is on Thursday. I've been coordinating with her mom. So her mom has bought her a cake already. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do for dinner because she was like, Oh, she was playing on making food. And I was like, Oh, I was going to get Lane a sushi because sushi is probably Lane's favorite food. So we're trying to figure out maybe we'll do like sushi for lunch and, and then what her mom's baking for dinner. Um, but yeah, overall that's, uh, that was kind of the, our weekend. Um, nice. and then I was also going to say, I was also going to mention that our plan is to come back home this coming weekend. So we, we've been here for over two months now. And I was actually saying we might have to delay it a little bit because I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about driving, especially after doing eight hours yesterday. Um, but I actually didn't feel, I felt, I felt, I felt pretty good yesterday. I mean, the only, my, my only reservation about coming home or concern about driving home in general is that we have to, that we not have to, but we usually, our plan was to drive through the night and I despise driving through the night right now. Like, Oh yeah, dude, you got a family. You got to think about that shit. Yeah. I mean like the whole point is we drive through the night because we want to leave so that we're not messing with Gord's sleep schedule. So we get hours on the road while he's sleeping and then he wakes up and we're pretty much home or like, you know, at least a large portion of the way through the trip. The issue, though, is that you're so tired. I mean, like there's no escape from him. Normally, norm, like if I was if I were to if I were to want to leave somewhere late at night um, and it was just me, for example, like for whatever reason, I wanted to leave in the middle of the night. I would probably stay up late the night before and then sleep in the next day or like take a nap during the day that, that, I'm, that I intend to leave. But you can't do that. You can't do that when you got Gordon around. So, um, trying to trying to then basically say, okay, you you know, you wake up at a normal like seven a.m. or whatever it is, and then put him down to bed at like five thirty or not not to bed. Put him in the car like at five p.m. so that we can leave, and then have him go to sleep hopefully by like five thirty six so that it's not messing with the sleep schedule. And just drive through the night, you know, stop for food or, or gas or whatever here and there. But, like, we're both so tired throughout the day or throughout the drive that by, like, 2 a.m. we're both spent. And Gordon doesn't really like the car not moving when he's sleeping in the car. So then he's like, oh, God, you got you just got to keep, you just got to white knuckle it <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, like, on the way down, Lena spent most of the time driving. I probably drove for, like, four hours, four of the ten, of the 14 hours that it took to get here. Um, and she drove most of it and, um, I was just like, I was completely out of it. So I'm not sure how I feel about coming about the drive back. Lena was like, well, maybe we should just leave during the day and stay in a hotel or something like just find a hotel midway, stay in a hotel and then do the, do the, the rest of the drive the next day or something. So yeah. I'm not sure we, we can definitely figure it out, talk about it. He's different now that he's like, you know, 
He's different now that he's older. He can stay awake in the car. The thing is, it feels like torture to kind of just have him back there, just strapped in. He can't really move. He gets frustrated. He's a kid who loves to just run around and expend his energy. So if we were to leave during the day, I would feel bad having him just stuck back there and um, having like no real entertainment or whatever. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure yet. We'll, uh, we'll see. I'm definitely excited to come back, but um, also not 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 really looking forward to that drive. Also dreading the lack of of support that we'll have, especially throughout the week that we've had from Gordon's from uh, Gordon's grandma. Um, in terms of the jobs that I did mention, that my start dates are like either going to be between somewhere like mid March to or early April, depending on which which offer I take. So I'll largely be taking care of Gordon. Um, until that start mm-hmm. date but um you know that's uh i won't really have much much other support beyond that and of course i won't have very, as many i guess responsibilities in terms of applying to jobs trying to get everything in order interviewing all that other stuff so my responsibilities are far fewer at that point especially once i commit to something hopefully by two well not hopefully just specific literally by tuesday this week so is that um, the date is that the date of uh sort of for both of them not for both of them for one of them one of the offers came in early, uh, sooner than or earlier than the other but at this point i mean like there's really nothing more than that me think like i honestly feel like i could flip a coin and i would be happy with the choice that i made awesome. but that's the thing that makes it so frustrating or difficult is like why can't i ha- i wish i could have like a more clear-cut answer because um i i i uh, i wish that it wasn't so close you know so um yeah yeah, yeah, it's good and bad that they're really close, but um, it's nice in, in some regards that you have more than one offer in hand so that yeah. the choice is yours. And, you know, we've said it before that any change that you're in control of is the best kind of change. Yep. Um, obviously, this change didn't happen the way you might have wanted to, but I think you ended up in a place that I think had you been left to your own devices. I mean... Uh, I can empathize with you uh, very, very well in this situation. When you're forced to do something, it's not always the best way to start, but you're happy where you where you ended up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the, these these companies that I've been interviewing with are exactly the type of companies, and not even the type of the exact companies that I would have intended to apply to on my own. So yeah, mm-hmm. to be in the situation now and have to, and have offers from both of them is yeah extremely exciting. And one of the things that I talked about with my uh, I was talking to my brother on Friday, um, I, he was like, well, you know, I, I was mentioning how during these interviews, you know, one of the things that I mentioned to people is you know feeling that imposter syndrome and like how they mm-hmm. how they deal with it, um, like just relative to the the nature of the work, you know, you're, you're taking on new responsibilities, new tasks, but then there's these like, you know, there's financial obligations or, or like there, there's a, there's a cost of associated with your inability or uh, inexperience on different things. And so just asking people how they deal with the imposter syndrome and one, and, and uh, one person was like, well, I mean, we all have imposter syndrome. That's the thing. Like we're, we're not, not all have imposter syndrome. We're, we're all imposters, right? Every time you take on a new task, it's not like anybody can expect you to be an expert in everything, but they're hiring you because they um, believe in your abilities to learn Yep. and take on these and, and, and do those tasks right and so and 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 so my brother was like i mean the, the the exciting thing 
for you because at that point I didn't have I didn't have two offers yet um it seemed like I was going to get the second one but he I was I was telling him I mean it was it would almost be it would it would be far easier for me because even at that point I was caught up in this dilemma like well, which one would I pick if I was presented right. with two offers and I was saying how it would almost be easier if I got a rejection from the second company because then I didn't have to make the decision at, nah, at all. Never, um, never. But he was like, he was like, I mean, think like in reference to your your imposter syndrome um, comment is that if you if if both companies extend offers to you, you you can have a lot of faith in your abilities because you went through this in, in you know fairly grueling interview processes with two different companies and both of them made the same assessment that they want you meaning that yep. they both believe in your abilities to do the jobs that they're asking you to do and right. so like yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't feel like you, you shouldn't feel like you need to be able to do everything out of the sun cuz that's they can't expect that of you if if they did you know the job's probably too easy um yeah, but that's and, also—I mean—that's also not the scope of the conversation that you're that you're having, right? So. Yeah, of course, right. And so, um, yeah, just being able to do it in, in general, and them having the faith that you can do it is, um, and, and having that like validation from two separate from two separate companies is is definitely good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I, I have a lot to think about still regarding them. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm excited to start working in general, and uh, nice. Yeah finding cool. our next home yeah it'll be exciting yeah it will but yeah All that's right. it that's it for me i know i'm monopolized most of our time you got any quick updates no no i'm glad that we were able to hear a little bit uh about like some of the life changes that you're going through right now that's obviously very exciting um and i know you and i will probably touch base on some stuff uh sort of offline but again congrats to you for navigating this as well as you have knowing you know this has obviously not been the most traditional way to go about things with there being COVID, but also knowing that this is the first time you've ever really had to, to do this in like, uh, in your career. Uh, it, it, the first time is never easy. Right. But, yeah. um, nice to, nice to know you, you were able to experience as much success you were in being able to, uh, bring that forward. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad it wasn't like an right. extended period. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. I have to get out of here. All right. Uh, but let's, 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 uh, we'll see everyone next week then. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Well, I'm Ressa. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. Um, and hopefully, maybe the next time we we speak, you'll you'll be uh, you'll be a little bit closer. Yep. All right. Take care, everyone. <laughs> Thank you.